like a blast off. It says three, two, one there. I just like to tell you that uh, I got my feelings hurt this morning. Um, I always get presented with a mint before church starts. I think it's because of my coffee breath. But um, I always put it in right before I start preaching. And the person who shall remain nameless, Cherise uh, Parton, um, said she's going to get me a smaller mint because I always know when to stop when the mint's over. She says she's going to get smaller mints. That kind of hurts my feelings, okay? Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, we finally got a rise on that. Luke says this, and it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quininius, which I've never said right, was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city, and Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth unto Judea, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. Guys, this is not going to be a traditional Christian, uh, excuse me, Christmas sermon. I really want to be normal. I try so hard. No, I'm serious. I do. You don't know. I try for a while and then I give up. Okay. But I have seven words that I want to talk about this morning about this situation that we find ourselves in. The first word is this. We have a problem. We have a problem. And I'd love to tell you that it's a new problem. I'd love to tell you that it's a worse problem. I'd love to tell you that it's just your problem. I'd love to tell you, but there is a problem. And the problem is sin. And I want to tell you, I always go back to the garden. I can't help it. Because if you, if you want to know how something got started, why things are the way they are, you got to see how it started. You know, that gear started making a noise and we didn't put grease on it and it burned up. If you go back to that original gear, you'll know how to keep that from right. Does that make sense? But the bottom line is this. We, prior to the fall, we being Adam and Eve, we being humankind, prior to the fall, we chose to rebel. And that is sin. God had, it was all worked out, guys. They literally had everything they needed to eat. They had each other. They, they were together. I mean, but that wasn't enough. How many of you know that we live in a world that just isn't enough? It's just not enough. But call now. But wait. But call now. But wait. More. Wait. Call now. Wait. Wait. No, no. You can have this. You can have that. There's never enough, is there? And it, it feeds our flesh. We, and, and here's the deal, guys. I'm exactly like, I'm not pointing any fingers. If I point at you, there's 
three pointed back at me. So watch this. The problem with sin, rebellion, this is what the word of God says. We have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Is that what the Bible says? And I want to tell you, though, I'm a pretty good guy. I just want you to know that. When y'all are watching, I am a pretty good guy. Pretty good, not great, but pretty good while y'all are watching. Y'all catching that part, right? But watch this. On my best day, when Kim says, oh, you're doing good today, baby. Okay. On my best day, my rightness is as filthy rags. To the righteousness of God. You say, well, you know what? Them people over there are doing that. It's just like the third grade. I'd be acting up over here. And somebody, I said, well, they said, Bruce, will you be quiet? Well, he's talking over there. Is that right? Yeah. Not that I ever got in trouble in school. That would, you know, my mom laid out the rules very quickly in school. She said, she went to the teacher and said, listen, Bruce, you know, it's kind of hard to handle. Um, if he acts up, just slap the person next to him. That'll scare him and he'll start acting like <laughs> And uh, they did not follow that, by the way. Uh, there would have been, even back in those days, there'd been a small problem. So there, there's, does everybody agree that there's a problem? Okay. So the second word, as I'm studying and praying about today, this word, this, it's a word week, by the way, if you were in Sunday school. You can write all these down and have your own sermon. But what's this? Here's the deal. There is a plan. Guess what? Minutes after, and we're celebrating the appearance of the answer today, aren't we? Amen. It's December the 23rd, 2023. I even know what day it is, mostly. And it is Sunday still. Okay, and some of y'all think, is it ever going to be over? But, but watch this, guys. Literally, he had immediately after that decision was made, immediately after that fall, immediately when he showed up and they hid, okay? And, they, they, and I love the part of the story is this, and I've told this you guys many times before. Remember what the Bible says. It says they took leaves and put it together to hide their shame, one version says, to hide their nakedness, another one says. But watch this, guys. That was good for each other, because see, I can act good enough to, and I'm okay with you, right? But in the, then, then God shows up. Yes. And in his holiness, they hide. Them leaves ain't doing nothing, because that's the work of their hand. But guess what happened next? It says that he made them garments with skins. You've never taken the skin off an animal that you didn't have to kill that animal. There was a sacrifice immediately for their decision. And what we're celebrating today is the appearance of that sacrifice. He had a plan. And his plan was one who was perfect was coming. And until then, guys, you've got to get this. Because part of this plan last night as I'm looking, as I'm digging, you know, but watch this. Part of that plan was part of revelation. And just call it a revelation, not the revelation. Okay. The revelation of this. 
he laid out the law. He said, if you'll do all of this perfectly, you're good enough. Remember that? And guys, they made a living out of it, of working on perfection, didn't they? And guess what? There's people today that are making a living. Their whole life is perfecting themselves in this world because they're, they're, they're doing it like their life depends on it because in their heart and spirit, it does. But watch this. Your perfection on your best day is as filthy rags. Now that's bad news, but I got some good news that Paul says that that law was a picture. It was a teacher. It taught us how bad we need the blood of Jesus Christ. And that was always the plan. He, he was not surprised by Adam and Eve because he's God. Okay. That was always the plan. And he has a plan for you. And listen, he literally, his plan was to set the sin of humankind on his son. And he did, didn't he? So third word is why was Christ born? That was part of the purpose. Now I want to tell you, there are people that say these words, what I'm going to tell you. Oh, I believe in Jesus. He was here. I mean, there's more documentation and more writing and stuff about him. We believe he was here, but that's not good enough, folks. I mean, I believe George Washington was here. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, I've read stuff he's wrote, maybe, you know. I think he put it on the interlude, but anyway. But watch this. The purpose that he came was for this. Is for your salvation. When I, there, right down front here, there's a, a, a little manger. And I want to tell you guys. Years ago, I heard a Bible teacher tell about those shepherds that were out there watching over the flock. See, those sheep that were being born, yes, they did eat some sheep. But those sheep, those sheep that they were watching over, see, they were having lambs. And some of those lambs would be sacrificed. They knew when those lambs were born, if they were, if they were without blemish, if they were, they were gonna be sacrificial lambs And they were the first ones to hear. They were just cowboys. They were their version of the cowboys. Out there, smelling like the, the, the night, smelling like the campfire, probably stepped in a little. But guess what? They were the first ones the angels came to. And God's still doing it. God's still talking to rednecks, believe it or not. But his purpose was salvation. It was redemption and not just redemption. I love the part about being redeemed because listen, redemption is important. My sin is paid for. Is it paid for? You say, well, mine is, but I don't know about yours. Yes, it is. I'm telling you it is. I repented last night and this morning. Okay, but watch this. But it's not only salvation, which is the best and redemption, which is outrageous. But watch this, guys. Watch this. It is restoration. 
every once in a while, I think it's because I'm getting, as Kathleen would say, older, not old, okay, but older. I will see something like a, the other day I saw a, a 48 Plymouth that was restored. And I was like, ooh. I didn't ask him how much it was. It had a sign on it, but I told me I did not stop. I fought the temptation. But, okay, I did stop. There's the drill marks on it, but I didn't ask him nothing. Okay, I did ask him something. No, I really didn't. That's a joke. I did, I did look at it. I did actually touch it. But anyway, but the, the point is this, guys. He wants to restore. This story, this story of salvation, this story of the birth of Jesus Christ is about salvation. This, it is about his birth, and we're celebrating that today. We sang Christmas carols, which are hard, by the way. Uh, anyway, so is math. Math and Christmas, it's all hard. But watch this, guys. Literally, he, is, he came to restore us Amen. to right standing with him. And you know what? I know all y'all are perfect, but I'm not. And if they're depending on me and my righteousness for my restoration, it ain't gonna happen. Because, listen, I peel off one layer of bad stuff, and there is that mess underneath. Amen. And I peel that off, and then there's, a, you know. So, anyway, that's, that's mostly, I think, I'm talking about y'all more than me, but anyway. So, what's this? He had a purpose. There's a problem. God had a plan. And when he, and Jesus came, and this right here, he had a purpose. But, guys, the fulfillment of that purpose took pain. I don't like this part. I don't like this part. It's not that it makes it any less true. I don't like this part. When Jesus is on the cross, my sin was put on him. A pure, precious, perfect sacrifice, my filth, which would be enough to make anybody miserable, but yours too. And everyone who's been born, and everyone who will be born, and everyone who's lived and died, their sin was put on him. And he says, Daddy, what are you doing? I'm telling you guys, I want you to think about it. The filth, and I don't want to get into the details. I thought about two or three different examples, but I'm not going to use any of them. But the filth, the unimaginable filth, the, all of that being poured upon someone who did not deserve it. It was pain. And there was the physical pain that 33 years from this birthday that we celebrate today was going to happen, right? And I don't know that it happened on that day, but 33 and a half years, where it was. But here's the deal, guys. And I want to tell you, as I was studying this, as I was praying, one of the hardest parts about the, 
crucifixion for me. As I think about Mary, when I was reading the first part of Luke, remember what the angel says to Mary? He says, blessed are you among women. I bet she didn't feel blessed that day because of the pain, the shame, the, the confusion, the sadness. If you've ever been through pain, shame, confusion, sadness, listen, in this life there's trouble. But here's the deal. He bore our sorrows. And in that pain, it paid. It had a purpose and it paid. The next word is payment. He paid the cost. When he says that word, that word, those words, it is finished. Teletestai. I love, and you get, say, Bruce, this is nothing. You, you, you're getting way off Christmas. No, this is Christmas. This is why he was born. I love the holiday. Well, okay, I, I, I tolerate the holiday. Okay, I, I, I enjoy the parts of the holiday. I'm trying to don't want to allow them to take. Anyway, but watch this, guys. Literally, when he said those words, teletesta, that is an accounting term. We went from the red to the black. We went from owing to it being paid. He could have said, paid in full. Teletesta, it is finished. It is paid for. It is completed. It's, listen, and I want to tell you something. When you try to add something to that, you are, you are taking away from the glory of Jesus Christ. Well, you got to receive Christ and do this. You got to receive Christ and do this. Because, you know, you got to do this because my grandma said you got to do this. Listen, I want to tell you something. Reception, receiving him pays the price. You, those who believe and are baptized will be saved. Is that what the Bible says? And I'm going to stand on that. When I don't feel righteous, when I don't look righteous, when occasionally I don't act righteous, mostly I'm really, really good while y'all are watching. But the bottom line is this, guys. He paid the price. He was the payment. This child, this lamb that was being born right here. There was a problem. And I'm the problem many times. But the good news is there's a plan. Jesus came for a purpose. And through the pain, he made payment for my sin. It's paid for. What's this? Let's imagine there's two chairs. There's one out there in the lobby. It's sitting there. The doors are closed. 
You come in and you sit down. That's your position. Watch this. Outside of the presence of the people in this room. That's your position. The word is position we're going to use. But watch this. When he paid the price through his pain, I went from being outside to become coming inside his presence. And he showed the world by ripping the veil from the top to the bottom. The Holy Spirit, the pureness of God, ripped that back. And he said, come in. All ye who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. My burden's easy. My yoke is easy. My burden's light. I'm getting them mixed up a little bit. But. So, I changed position of an outsider to an insider. I think it was Josh Cross that talked about adoption one time here. And I want to tell you guys, I've been at an adoption. I've been to a couple. They ask the people questions. Do you want to enter into this adoption? Yes. Do you love this child? Yes. Can you provide for this child? Yes. That child belongs to someone else. It belongs to the state or belongs to another person. And when that judge goes like that, when he signs that paper, that child is no longer the state's. It's no longer someone else's. It belongs to that person. That family is complete. And I want you to listen to what I'm saying. You have been grafted in as we receive him. The devil may come. No, you're not. No, you're not. You can't. No, no. no listen. He's always been. He's lying in the beginning. He's still a liar. But watch this. He paid that price. He has hit that gavel. He said it's finished. He decided we changed position from an outsider to an insider. Now start acting like it. Start acting like it. Because we're about done, which means nothing when I say that. But what's this? You go from that position, you go from the position of law to the position of grace. Amen. The position of outsider to the position of insider. You go from broken to heal in the spirit. Now, sometimes it takes the rest of us a while to get with that. Does that make sense? We're all dealing with issues. We're all, we're all folks. Okay. Last word. Here's this word. That is what gives me peace. And I want to go to this last scripture still in the same story. And suddenly there was an angel, there was with the, them, there's angel, a multitude in the heavenly host praising God and saying, this is verse 13, now we're at 14. 
Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace and goodwill toward man. They're not talking about each other. They're not talking about peace between us. I want that too. But he's talking about it's fixed. Jesus came to fix it. It was broke. And he came to fix it. And he fixed it. So get on the train that he's driving. Get in the house and eat the lamb. Because the death angel is around us. If you can't follow all that, I'll... You can buy my book for thirty nine ninety nine. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. But what's this guy's? Literally. Peace. The peace that I have comes from this. It does not come from, oh, so-and-so is going to get elected. Oh, so-and-so is going to get this. So-and-so is going to get that. Oh, gas is going down. Gas is going up. This is going to happen. This is, there is no peace in all that. That's all temporary uh, different word, different word, stuff, okay? What I'm talking about is peace that passes all understanding. It passes all understanding. So this angel wasn't kidding around. Great tidings. Great joy. And I have that joy this morning in him. Circumstances are irritating me. I could be irritated slightly. I'm just a great person, you know. But I could be irritated slightly. Regularly. But here's the deal. The truth is, is I had peace this morning because he has revealed to me there was a problem. He has revealed to you today that there's a problem in there. And there's a, there was a plan. There's still a plan. And he, Jesus came that day that we're talking about. Today we're celebrating that. And that was, the, it was here for a purpose. And he was willing to walk through the pain for the payment and to change my position as an outsider to a son of the most high God. I'm his son. I'm a son. I'm part of the redneck division, but I am a son. And now I have peace. I got some good tidings of great joy. And guys, I'm going to tell you, the devil, this world, circumstances, he'll use whatever it is to steal, kill, and destroy this truth. And earlier we had communion. And I want to tell you, as I ate and took that juice, I realized once again, it's in his sacrifice that I am made whole. If you haven't received him today, guys, bow your heads with me as we close. Just tell him, say, Lord, I've tried it on my own. It didn't work. You may be watching this today. You may be here and not have peace. I want to tell you something.
peace that passes all understanding is what comes from the realization and the acceptance of Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you say, well, Bruce, I don't have this part of my life straightened out. I don't have this part of my life straightened out. I'm going to tell you something, neither do I. But I want to tell you what I have. My faith is in someone who had it all straightened out. Jesus. And he has paid the price for you and me and for the whole world that we might be with him for eternity and honestly live a sane life here. And I appreciate that so much. I, I, I appreciate eternity more than you can imagine, but I, I want to have a good life here. And he helps me, leads me, guides me, and comforts me here. So just receive him, say, I need a savior. I need you, Lord. I believe that Jesus was born of a virgin, died on the cross and paid the price for me. And I want to have this covenant that you have paid for, the eternal blood covenant that was paid for by something you cannot give. And Lord, thank you for coming, being willing to come. 